You're listening to a core education podcast featuring Tiano Tuiono and Manu Faia Simiatu. Kiora, Kiorana, Talofalava, Maloelele, Talohani, Fakalofalahiatu, Nisa Bulavinaka, Liana Via. You're listening to Manufa Esimiatu from Core Education, and it is my extreme pleasure to introduce Tiano Tuyono, also from Core Education. Tiano, can you take us through your thoughts on Indigenous knowledge? What do we need to know? Yeah, so just building on what I was saying previously about the work I was doing in the Morova Laguna and the Solomon Islands, a bit of background on Indigenous knowledge. Indigenous knowledge is gaining more recognition, if you like, in the international sphere. It's recognised in uh, more international kind of declarations and instruments. For example, the Convention on the Right, uh, the Convention on Biological Diversity, Article Eight J, talks about you know traditional knowledge and the values of traditional knowledge in uh, respecting and maintaining biological diversity, as an example. Also, the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. There is uh, specific provisions in there in recognising Indigenous knowledge. At its core, it's recognising that knowledge itself carries its own culture and its own values. So in that way, in the same way that science, Western science, for example, carries its own culture and values, other knowledge systems also carry their own culture and values as well. So it's about recognising that and supporting that. And if I could use a, an example which would make a lot of sense here in the Pacific, you know, traditional navigation in the Pacific, here is a body of knowledge which predates the, you know, the introduction of Western science in this part of the world. You had people travelling around in the, in, in the Pacific using using the stars and being able to read tides and ocean currents uh, to navigate successfully between uh, between islands and also here to Aotearoa. My work there has been looking at supporting those knowledge systems and looking at the different trends and and supporting the intergenerational transmission of those knowledge systems. Thanks for that, Tiano. Uh, you mentioned valuing of indigenous knowledge in indigenous contexts and I'm, I'm wondering if you find that there's a challenge in terms of how indigenous knowledge is transferred with the effect of globalisation. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, there, there are a lot of issues looking at globalisation and I think the, the, the major concern is, you know, is the loss of the, the body of knowledge around speci- in specific areas and we're looking at massive you know, linguistic loss and, and that's coupled with like biological the loss of biological diversity in particular areas as well. So I think it is a big area of concern. So I sort of see some of the work that I do as trying to balance that, knowing full well that you know the planet that we live on relies on the, you know, this planet to, to be as biologically diverse as possible. And there are also different, way, different cultural ways to look at that biological diversity. And that's also reflected in things like the Convention on biological diversity as well. There's not just one way of looking at things. There is a multitude of ways of looking at things and those ways of knowing, knowing and understanding those particular environments, particularly when you have you know groups of people, indigenous peoples, for example, who have been in that particular area and have observed that particular area for thousands of years. That's something that's valuable and that's something that should be valued and respected and protected if needed. You have been listening to a Core Education podcast featuring Tiano Tuiono and Manu Faaia Simiatu.